Hello everyone, welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark and as always I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. Ah, Nathan. Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing? Yeah, not far bad after the not microphone situation. Shabby. After the what, sorry? Microphone situation. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what just, you were just trying to do. Just uh, some technical difficulties at the start of this. Well, I was making, I was trying to make it sound better and it actually sounded worse and I had to spend money for the privilege. But at least now I've got this, well, what looks like a Russian hat. <laughs> so I'll be okay for the winter. So, yeah. On that Should note, we go into the news? Shall though? we get into it? Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shall we kick off with uh, something that happened on the 21st of June? The Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Yeah. A long time coming. You say that every single time. But... <laughs> it always is. Because we get the micro directs and indie directs and things, but we rarely get a full Big Daddy Direct. The Big Daddy Direct. Okay, so what happened in the Big Daddy Direct? Lots of things, including new DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Ooh. Area Zero. Hmm. Well, so, isn't it so, the hidden treasure of Area Zero? Well, no, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. To be honest, though, See, I can't believe I had the correct thing. It's me, non-Pokemon boy. You. Mr. Nintendo? Yeah. You were, the, you were the last person to buy a Nintendo console of all of us, so <laughs> you're the expert on the situation. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, um, so we're going to have two lots of DLC. Um, the first part one being Teal Mask, um, where a Pokemon festival happens. It's Teal Mask, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Teal Mask. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, where a Pokemon festival happens with masks. And then mm. part two is going to be called Indigo Disc. And this one was quite... Uh, this one, to me, was a little bit more interesting because it's this like place in the middle of the sea and it's another academy to visit. So I think that, that one probably have a lot, a lot more to it, you'd hope. Um, and these are coming out in, so part one, Teal Mask is going to be out in autumn 2023, and Indigo Disc is going to be winter 2023, so both this year, and are available to purchase now. Mm. To be honest, this left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth, because the bugs are still not fixed yet, in terms of the game, it's still, it's still not there, and the pushing... Paid DLC already. Yeah, because they want that sweet, sweet money. Business 101, Obviously. mate. Obviously, but they could be nice at least get some patches out for us. Oh, maybe they're not before they squeeze the us from all. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The feature where you drop through the map. Ah, I, I remember <laughs> now. Yeah. But one thing I did like about it, as we saw in the trailers, is it does look like they've tried to pad the Pokedex out a bit more, from what I saw anyway. So that's interesting because they left quite a few emissions out when they brought these games out. So it'd be good to try and at least be able to complete the Pokedex, even though it's about 900 strong now. Was it over a thousand yet? I think, I think it is hit a thousand with this game. So. Wow. Yeah. Did you take anything away from this one, Matt? Are you interested in it? Yeah, I, I will be eventually interested in it once I go back to playing Violet. Um, did you not complete it yet? I've not. I've not even done a 
gym badge yet. That's really? how far back I am. Yeah. You're like I am with tears for tears with the kingdom. Tears <laughs> in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Tears of the kingdom. Let's get yeah. it. Right. I can't even get it right the second time. <laughs> tears in the wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Breath of the kingdom. Um. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Um, like I got it on launch day. Uh, started playing it. Was was finding it alright for what I was playing initially. Um, and then I think just just life got in the way, and just other other stuff started appearing then, and yeah, just life hit the back. in the way. It's always the case. Pretty much. I mean, it came out. What was it? Uh, was it before or after my my first trip uh, out? Um, over to Mauritius. I can't remember. It was around the same time. Do we know how much this paid DLC is? I don't think we have prices as of yet. I wouldn't be surprised if it was around the same as um, the ones for Sword and Shield. Probably around maybe £15 perhaps. Depends how big they'll be as well. So... I was expecting you to say something daft like 30 quid then as well. Oh, here we are. Um, 3149. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, daft. maybe it's some yeah. daft. Right, okay. Is that dollars? No, that's pounds. There must be a heavy amount of content in that then. It better be. Because that's just more. Just, well, just less than I paid for the base game because I paid about 35 quid. So. Well, if it's, you know, have a. 90 hour plus game in that, then good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. If it gets to our price, then I might consider it, but I'm not paying 31 quid for it. Mm. Unless it's absolutely amazing, but we'll find out in due course. Right, well, moving on from there, uh, we got to see a little bit more of Sonic Superstars. Yay! Yeah, um, this is one of the highlights of the Summer Games Fest opening night live for me. I really enjoyed it. Looks great. Yeah, they they seem to show off uh, a, a tiny bit more in this one. Um, mainly kind of how you get the Chaos Emerald, and then sort of each Emerald you get links to sort of a new ability for the characters, which seems good. So I think there was one shown off where you turn Sonic turns into water, and he can. Go up little waterfalls, and there was one. Um, there might have been some others. Oh, cloning yourself as well. Throwing massive clones of Sonic rounds. There seems to be another emerald power. Um, no. I'd like to see more of it again. Looks good. So I think I think the big uh, uh, the big appeal for it will be like the full player co-op. I think that'll be like a really big yeah. appeal to that. Yeah. One thing I took away from this is that there's going to be 12 zones. I don't think we heard that before. So, fairly oh, long game. If it's like 12 zones, two acts each, then, yeah, that'd be... that probably about right with like a Sonic game, so... Out autumn 2023. Mm. Any thoughts on the next game that got shot off? Uh, Palia? Farming! Farming! <laughs> yeah. Free to play adventure sim. Still it's not houses, it's, <laughs> props. Not Nintendo Direct about farming. To be honest, one of the main takeaways for me on this one is that it looks like the old school Fortnite graphics, or graphically. Not that that's a bad thing, but 
Yeah, another farming game. <laughs> Mark would concur with that. More farming. Out holiday 2023. I believe I heard as well it's going to be a free-to-play game. Yeah. So, I mean, at least it's got something good about it. Yeah, but the thing about free-to-play games is... Arguably. If they're crap, they'll wait your time. I'd rather... Actually, no, I'd rather not pay money and waste my time. I'm going to say, wait, wait, surely paying money and getting a waste of time is worse (laughs) than (laughs) value-wise. Yeah, but the thing with free-to-play games is that it's always, obviously, they're always going to try and get the money back on the back end. Oh, of course, there'll be microtransactions, expansions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And that is out this holiday season. So, any thoughts on our next game? Uh, Persona 5 Tacticia? 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 Tactica. 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 Yeah. That's the word. That's the word I was looking for. I suppose if you've played Persona games and you're also a fan of the um, sort of turn based grid games like XCOM and Mario, Mario Plus Rabbids, then could be a, could be a good time. Else, not much interest for myself. Yeah, I'm not going to entertain it because there's way too much coming out around now, around that time. Because it's the 17th of November, it is stacked. So I feel like I feel like there's a period from like September to November where it's just going to be like goodbye wallet. Well, best Christmas ever. True, Very true. But so. the bad thing is, the backlog just gets bigger. It doesn't go down. <laughs> Why is it not going down? Um. I will sure. say this this uh, this next game got me got me intrigued just from the premise alone. Uh, Myth Force, mm. idea well, of being in the like eighties, yeah, Saturday cartoons, yeah, yeah. Um, of things like He Man, kind of yeah, yeah, He Man, uh, Captain Planet. I mean, at least graphically, I, I was very intrigued by. It. I was like, oh, okay, it looks like they've like they've hit the they've hit that like aesthetic pretty well. Um, how I'll play, I'm not sure. It's a first person roguelike. So, if those type of games are for you, great. Um, I think on aesthetic alone, I, I, I might give it a try at least. So, yeah, I just well, hope it's got, got the same kind of like wonky voice acting. That's what I hope for. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be like really stiff. Yeah, <laughs> I will defeat you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that. Uh, did we get a release date or is it just this year? It said just said 2023, but it is four-player. He's got four-player online co-op. So, oh, another game we get to ignore. Uh, then we got the next Splatfest announced for Splatoon 3, which is between three flavors of ice cream. You have vanilla, strawberry, and mint chip. I believe they called it. Um, I think if strawberry doesn't win then i think this is a fix oh it's my oh, vanilla vanilla the most basic that, that says it's everything about it. flavor look at you it's a no it's a, con- a connoisseur appreciates vanilla connoisseur. you've got to really taste to get that it doesn't smash you in the face like a strawberry connoisseur this behind <laughs> you both wrong anyway it's mint chip so oh mint chip anyway yeah. That's that. That's been held between the 14th and 16th of July. So. Yeah. 
I might, yeah. I might jump in on that one actually. Represent vanilla. I've got Splatoon three. I kind of, I, I did enjoy Splatoon two. I did like when they ever did these like splat fests. Um, so they are, they are quite fun to just jump in and have a go every now and then. Yeah, I've not done a splat fest before, but my experience of Splatoon three, I've, I've only played the um, like. I was going to say career mode, the the story mode. Um, so that's really all I've done. I've not really done much of the online. So mm. yeah, might be might be a good opportunity to get into. Cool. Uh, this next game, I think we've, I think it's been rumored quite some time, and Nintendo have finally sort of come out and announced it here. We have a sequel to Detective Pikachu. This is the one. Love this. This is the one. Because I recently started playing Detective Pikachu on the 3DS. This is the one to get you into Pokemon. Interesting. This is the one. Is it because Pikachu is a coffee drinker? Yeah. You were like, yes, that's the one. And he talks. Yeah. Unfortunately, not by Ryan Reynolds. I just think it's a little bit disappointing. But, I mean, it is never going to happen. Do you know who is the voice actor, though? I feel like I do. Uh, hit me with it. It's the voice actor that voice acts, well, the voice acts, that plays Ichivon in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, the English actor. Yeah. I'll, I'll never find that out because I'll have it in Japanese. Um, but anyway. Goodness sake. What, great voice actor. Gotta be a connoisseur of, you know, Japanese games. Um, Anyway, this uh, this just seems to be a sort of continuation from the first game, which I think is coming to the Switch at some point as well, is it not? If not already? Oh, that'd be interesting if it does. I thought I heard somewhere that the first game would be... Yeah, because it did come out like the, well, the real back end of the 3DS, so yeah, I can see that. Yeah, don't, don't call me on that one, but I feel like I, I remember reading that somewhere. Anyway. Uh, yeah, just continues on. So you'll be playing as Tim Goodman. Goodman? That's it. In Rhyme, I think I think it's still in Rhyme City. Uh, obviously, solving cases with the uh, caffeine-loving Pikachu. Um, seems good so far. I, I hope I have like an interesting story to continue okay. on. So I really enjoyed the first one because. You got to kind of split up, so um, Tim will speak to the um, like yeah. humans and get information, and then Pikachu will speak to the Pokemon, and then like between you, you'll kind of come up and build a case for whatever's going on. So I thought it was a nice change of pace for the Pokemon uh, games, but um, yeah, I mean if it gets you into Pokemon, Mark, I'm all for it. The thing is, I like I like detective games. I like yeah. things like that. Oh, yeah, perfect for going around looking for clues and solving mysteries and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. And talking Pikachu, so you know. yeah. There you go. So uh right, I think the next game they got announced blew up Twitter a little bit from uh from Warsaw and mentions and stuff. So I think a lot of people have been really wanting the remake of this game for a very long time. Well I think it's more the cost of the game now and people being able to get all of it, so I think this game coming out is fantastic for people who can't yeah. afford it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the it, it was um, developed by Square Enix, so there was obviously like contention on whether they could ever really bring this back and stuff. But 
I mean, great news for everyone that's a Super Mario RPG lover, because we're getting yeah, a remake. Boy. Nice. So, this is a remake of the classic game on the Super Nintendo. Graphically, I, I really like the look of this. It's, it does uh, look really, good. It's, it really caught my eye how it looks. They seem to have kept pretty much all the, the classic movement and combat style as well, which is a very uh, sort of turn-based RPG, which merely puts Mark off. I remember it's, it's got some interesting like original characters as well that um, Square Enix made. Plus, Mario teams up with Bowser as well in this one, so he'll be a little RPG partner as well. So, I mean, all in all, really good news. Uh, I believe we got a release date of the 17th of November for this year. So yeah. just to add a little bit of you know, sprinkling to that already stacked November. Yeah. Oh, everyone's wallet's going to be empty by the end of this year. So next we got a, a bit of a teaser and an announcement of something in development. So Peter's getting her own game, which is interesting. Oh. Yeah, for the first time. We didn't get to see much. We got to see Princess Peach and then her kind of transform into this like ball gown. Um, mm. Whatever that's going to mean. But that was about it, really. We saw. I feel like Peach has had a game before. A dedicated one. Maybe. Did they do one that was similar to like the Paper Mario, but it was like uh, Paper Peach or something similar? I feel like I remember seeing I could be wrong. I mean, it would be nice to, you know, for it to finally be in the game. So if this is the first one, brilliant. It's taken too long, but you know. Oh, you might be right, actually. Super Princess Peach. There we go. That's what I thought it was. And then um, we got an announcement that Luigi's Dark Moon is in development. So if that's anything like Luigi's Mansion, I'm gonna love it. Well, you will do, because the full title of that game is Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon. Oh, <gasps> It's a remaster from the 3DS. So that's coming over to Switch this year. No, sorry, not this year, next year. So look forward to that. The next announcement came flying out of nowhere, and I would never have expected this trilogy to be on the system. Um, well... One game in particular, I think it might struggle to run it, at least out of this trilogy. Well, that would be the cloud version. PC struggled to run it. Well, PC had notorious bugs on the third game. (laughs) So if you you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Batman Arkham Trilogy coming to the Switch uh, this autumn. Mm. I mean, any chance for more Batman, I'll take it. These are like the arguably the best, well, some of the best superhero games um i would say in particular asylum i still i still feel like asylum is probably the best one out of the three arguably at least story-wise for me i definitely enjoyed the story i agree i quite liked the uh like the concentrated nature of it yeah not, not not to take away anything away from the other two games i loved that arkham c um introduced sort of free roaming around the section of gotham and then Arkham Knight fully opened Gotham. And I think it was just a joy just to fly around. I, I could fly around uh, Gotham and Arkham Knight as, uh, quite freely and just enjoy my time. Um, I'm still like probably one of the only few people that actually likes driving the Batmobile as well. <laughs> I, but, 
like driving it. It was I enjoyed just overused in terms of I the think, missions. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the driving. I enjoyed the the like drawn um, tank fighting. Obviously, some questions over how some of Riddler's puzzles seem to have been fit around the Batmobile. Like, but I mean, that's game design. So um, yeah, very interested to see how Arkham Knight will run on uh, on the Nintendo Switch. See how that goes. But the other two games, definitely brilliant. Yeah, and that's our autumn 2023. Mm. Uh, after that, we have Gloomhaven, which is based on the board game coming to the Nintendo Switch 18th of September this year. Now, I've not played Gloomhaven before. Um, I do have a friend who uh, is adamant that it's probably like the best board game ever. So well. I'll take that word from it. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I don't like about it is that you have to rip pieces of the board game up, like cards and things. Like, oh, in real, so yeah. wasteful. <laughs> well, this is why they've now made a video game, so we're not wasting our planet's resources. Um, whether it's as accurate to the, the actual board game, got no idea. But, I mean, anyone that loves this, I'm sure, is going to love seeing this on the Switch. So, Plus, I mean... Taking it out on the go, it'll be perfect. You know, you go to like somewhere like Treehouse, take switches, you can play Gloomhaven there rather than having to rip cardboard pieces. Yeah. I don't know if I really want to mention the next game, considering it's just move just, on. So But well, there's three oh. certainties in life certainties in life. Right. Death, taxes, and just dance. Yeah. I mean you're not wrong. The notes I've got for does this it, is anybody oh, actually playing these games. October the 24th. I've never played Just Dance. I've never I've never played Dance Dance Revolution. You've never played DDR? No. What? I used to play it at Charlie Chalks. Right. It was like, um, do you know them like foam places with like ball pits and stuff that you used to go to as a kid? Uh, okay. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, it was like that. And it had a Dance Dance Revolution thing. Okay, interesting. Oh, yeah. no, I've, I've, I've never been brave enough to go on it because uh, I feel like I'm just going to make a fool of myself. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Although, you know, get Just Dance in my own house. I can just embarrass myself. Anyway. Uh, right. Next, we got Silent Hope. Another action RPG anime game that seems to be flooding with everything nowadays. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really pay too much attention to this. Yeah, to me, it just looked really generic. And I didn't put anything down about it because I didn't really care. Yeah, like, I feel a little bad because, like, I'm sure it's probably got something unique to it that will make it stand out to, like, the rest. But I think just this this whole stretch of Summer Games Fest, I've just, had, I've just seen a lot of similar anime games where it's just like, oh, okay, that's... It's, it's become the new zombies for me. It's like the new popular genre that's, going, that's kicking up. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, Silent Hope. Sure, sure. You yeah, I'd be, but... be a little bit bad. You're probably solid, but and maybe I'll give it a try once, right. once from so. Can, um, can we move on to another overly saturated genre? Fay Farm, another farming simulator. Well, I'll just quickly mention Silent uh, Hope is out on the third of October, so we'll, we'll quickly move from there. To another farming game. Um, 
which I uh, it's out on the eighth of September. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I it don't is. know what else much much to say. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Hot Wheel Unleash Two Turbocharged. It's coming to Switch. Um, I think we saw this before. So. Yeah, I mean, it looks looks all right. Yeah, looks. I mean, I'm I'm sure they'd they have taken what they saw, what um, the Forza Horizon games did with their IP, and like, yeah, we're just gonna make a whole game out of that now. Yeah. So. Much, yeah. I like the track building side of it though. That could be quite fun. Hmm. Could be really. Yeah. Could be. Could be good. Do do enjoy that. Um. I saw on the 19th of October, so I think definitely want to keep an eye on. Was over 130 vehicles. Split screen. Mm. Up to 12 players online. That's going to be mad. 12 players going on that. Doing the loops. Oh, great. I know. It's already mad enough when I'm playing with about 20 of us on Wreckfest on PC. So <laughs> That gets chaotic. But yeah, could be, could be quite similar. Right. Something probably a little bit more interesting. Uh, manic mechanics. It's, uh, it's not just overcooked with cars. Yes. Yeah, but like that's cool. A little bit different. I feel like stress. you can apply this to anything now, though. You could do, yeah, can you? Over Deliveries. farming. Deliveries. Amazon in real life. <laughs> I'm sure, people want to play that. Um, yeah. So, like, like we said, um, pretty similar to overcooked, but more of a mechanic. Uh, feel to it so you're getting car parts throwing them onto the car making sure it gets all done for the I suppose customers. customers how they want their cars and stuff and you get them thrown out and you work together with I think it was four of us wasn't it I think it was a four four yeah, player four play co-op yeah so yeah it looks interesting um 13th of the 13th over July so yeah. actually pretty soon probably the soonest any game is, is coming out on this list so far so that's good Yep, so next we got some uh, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope DLC. Mmm, the last Spartan Well, now, y- yeah, pretty much now. <laughs> but funnily enough, like I've been thinking about getting this game, and now there's a demo out so we can try it. So Yes, really good. there is a demo. Um, I did get the first game. I did, I did play um, a... Not a big amount of it, but a small amount. I didn't. I didn't enjoy what I was playing, but as usual, other things kind of got in the way, so I need to really get back into it. But I mean, if if this game is anything like the original, but obviously improved, I'd definitely be looking at it at some point. So I think as well, they they seem to have introduced a new enemy in the here, like the the Mecha King Bobom, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So right, Dragon Quest. Another game in the new series, uh, Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince. This seemed like Dragon Quest meshed with um, a really old PlayStation anime series. Um, I think it was called Monster Rancher. Oh, yeah. I remember so watching like, that on Fox Kids. Loved yeah. Um, so if you ever played the game, it was essentially you breeded monsters and then you used them for, like, Colosseum fights and stuff, and you, you like basically like raised them in effect, which it seemed like similar to here, but with an added actual like story to it. 
I don't know about it. Like, Dragon Quest is a, is a strange series. It's one where I've like, I've been really intrigued to want to get into them, um, but I never know really where to start. Yeah, it seems quite daunting because um, there's like the builders, um, Dragon Quest. Then you've got like the games on the 3DS. You've got all the yeah. other, well, obviously all the other games that come out as well. It's yeah, to yeah, me it feels a like, lot like the... oh god. Oh sorry, I was saying yeah, you've also got like your traditional RPG series. I think it's like I think it's Square Enix's second longest running franchise next to Final Fantasy. Yeah, well, we're gonna say like to me, it, it feels as daunting as Final Fantasy to well, jump into because of just how long the games have been going on for, and I've not not touched any of them. So yeah, I think what is important that each game is its separate entity. There's no following storyline unless there's a specific sequel to it. Like, well, I don't think the Dragon Quest ones have got one, but I know Final Fantasy. You got stuff like Final Fantasy X, and you've got X two. Um, there's 13, then you've got 13 2, and then you've got Lightning Returns for uh, 13. So, yeah, um, this, I mean, it seems fine. I'm sure it'll be good for all Dragon Quest fans. That will be out on the 1st of December. So, next we got Pikmin 4. Um, we got introduced mm. to um, Ochi, the dog, um, that accompanies you yeah. and your Pikmin. Hmm. Um, one thing I did like about this is the collectibles. It, it felt a bit like um, Astro's Playroom, do you know, because you got to collect a Game Boy Advance SP. Um, oh, right. Astro's Playroom, you got to collect, obviously, loads of PlayStation yeah, memorabilia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it was a nice little Easter egg there. Um, yeah, it just looks like it. I, I played a bit of Pikmin 3, and I quite enjoyed what I played, uh, to be honest. It's, yeah. like a, it's, it's like a nice, relaxing little puzzler. Mm. Um um, but yeah, it showed um, a, um, like a Dandori battle um, where you got to you got to rescue other um, castaways, um, mm. and then once you've got them, you can they can help you build your base camp and things like that. Um, you can teach Ochi new skills, um, and then you can do night expeditions as well. And then um, you can get these new Pikmin called Glow Pikmin and. You can work them into the puzzles that you try and get through. So yeah, I think they showed us a bit more. Look, looks quite good to be fair. Mm, yeah. Uh, they also announced that it is going to get a demo, which for all, I believe it is an app now. So yeah, um, Pikmin games have always been a bit. I'm not sure if I've been too interested in them or not. I don't like. I don't know if they're sort of my my type of games, but I mean. I mean, coming out with this demo, so that I think I'll definitely be interested to at least give it, give it a go and see if see if I can get into it. Because like yeah. I, I enjoy puzzle games. Um, I think it's more like the collectathon stuff. Like I don't know why it reminds me a little bit of like lemons. I don't know why. I've always been like I've enjoyed lemons, but I've also been like frustrated with lemons. <laughs> so whether it be like some or some, I don't know. Um, it is a little bit. You can draw parallels there, but I think it is a it's a bit more simpler than Lemmings. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, so yeah, Pikmin Four out on the twenty first of July this year. Not the only lot of Pikmin that we're getting though, as they announced Pikmin One and Two is going to be coming out for the Switch as well. Yeah, let's go into the eShop. So. Mm, yes. Yeah. The uh, well. 
out now as well. They were out on the 21st of June, apparently. If you are waiting for the physical edition, though, that will be out on the 22nd of September. So, yeah, more Pikmin. Uh, right, our next announcement, I'm sure Mark continuously loved to hear more about, even though I don't think really got that much more, to be honest. Uh, the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, Volume 1, is also coming to the Switch. So, as I think we, we learned, well, I think we actually learned more of what was actually going to be contained in this collection, because they really went a little yeah. bit more into depth by it. So, you know, we, we're going to get Metal Gear Solid uh, 1, the original game, and the VR missions as well. We're getting Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Libby. Uh, I believe it's based on the HD collection version, which is known as Substance. And we're also getting Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake here, again, based on the HD collection Substance Edition. Um, along with that, we're getting the original Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, as well as the... Now, uh, I might get this wrong, but there was, there was also um, two other editions of Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, which was also known as Snake's Revenge. Yeah, there's Snake's Revenge and then there's Metal Gear, the NES version. Yeah, so these these actually weren't made by uh, Kojima, I believe. Uh, so they're, they're known as non-canon uh, by the fans. But, I mean, more Metal Gear, I ain't going to argue. Uh, along with that, we're going to begin the digital graphical novel of Melgis Solid and Melgis Solid 2, along with digital guides for all three games, I believe, for Melgis Solid 2 and 3. Soundtracks, I, I don't know what else I'm missing. There's probably a lot of artwork. Is it something about screenplay books and master books? But I'm not quite sure what they are. Probably, yeah. I, I imagine they're like... Um, like the concept and building of the games, so like screenplay would be like based on like movies, Script. like scripts and stuff, which I think is brilliant. Actually, this is this has turned out to be like a pretty decent collection. Even I'm considering buying it to be honest, because it does look just stacked with loads of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see all this kind of stuff, like all the ideas that Kojima had for these games, or like all the different. Um, concert opt and stuff. And obviously the games as well. Got to play the games. So, yeah, all of that in one big collection coming out on the 24th of October. Uh, after this, we got Vampire Survivors, which I believe is already out via mobile. And, I mean, has already had plenty of awards given to it. Um so, I mean, this coming to the Switch, I suppose, is a good thing. Uh, so this is a 2D top-down survival game, in an essence. It plays a little bit like if you ever played um, Smash TV, uh, the old classic, um, where you're essentially surviving waves of enemies. Um, and it also as though you can, like... Players, different characters, they'll play a little bit different from one another. You've got RPG elements to it, you can upgrade characters, get um, upgraded weapons, new weapons, that kind of stuff. Um, I know this is this is fairly, this feels like a one of those like indie darling kind of games from from what I know on on social media. It's it's pretty big there. So I mean more platforms, brilliant. Share it around. 
Uh, that'll be out on 17th August this year. This next game. It's a strange one, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I, the, the premise is you play as a pigeon, and I feel like I've already been sold by that lot. Yes, just let me play as a pigeon. And then it just devolves from there, because it's a rhythm battle royale game. So yes. if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about headbangers. Rhythm Royale. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's essentially like it's like if you took WarioWare and made it into a battle royale game, basically. It's yeah. just a collection of mini games, and you have to complete them before I think it's about is it is it some about 24, 32 30 players. Players. It was thirty players, sorry. And yeah, but basically, like last one that survives wins through all these mini games. Um, interesting concepts. I mean, I, I, was, I was merely hooked when they just say you play as a pigeon, so, you know. Guess it's um, like a dream. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, yeah, that's out on the, uh, the 31st of October. I can't remember if they mentioned if it was free to play, though. No, I don't, I don't uh, think they did mention that, but I guess we'll see. We'll find out. I mean, it'll be interesting either way. So, then, after that, uh, we got... Penny's Big Breakaway. Um, now, the, 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 important, the important news that I heard about this game, over there being like a pretty 3D platformer, was actually made by the team behind the Sonic Mania game. Which I'm like, oh, okay. You've got enough credit in the bank with me for Sonic Mania. Uh, yeah. You've got my interest. I was thinking exactly the same, to be honest. Like, you did a good job there. And to be honest, it looks like a cool platformer. Might be worth it. Yeah, that. it looks like you know you very old school 3D platformers. Look like some some fun stuff uh, in the trailer that happened. So you're playing as Penny, and I'm assuming it's like I'm assuming she's human. I couldn't quite tell the design of it was a bit weird. But you've got this like essentially like yo-yo weapon basically that you can use to sort of traverse around um, around the map and also to sort of attack these penguins. <laughs> kind of yeah. feel bad though we're flying penguins. And it's just your, essentially just a classic uh, 3D platformer, really. Um, I imagine you'll be able to sort of use the yo-yo in creative ways, probably be able to sort of upgrade it. Uh, I think there's one point where it's like it transformed into this like unicycle thing and it was, it was going along um, these tracks and then going up the walls and stuff and they can use the yo-yo as well as like a form of like double and triple jump and stuff so um, that's cool, colourful enough um, like I said made by the Sonic Mania guys so I'm, I'm kind of already there to, to give this a, a try for sure so right, uh, after that some more Mario Kart 8 deluxe DLC, this booster course that doesn't seem to want to die. <laughs> um, I'm convinced they're never going to make another Mario Kart. Oh, they're just going to keep. I think that, yeah, I think this is it. Well, this is yeah, it's way five now, isn't it? So. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're on we're on wave five. Uh, so we're getting we're getting one new course, uh, which seems to actually be uh, an original new course for once, rather than taking something from Mario Kart. Tour, I think. I mean, it looked new. Why should he do Mario Kart? 
If they put in new that, ones well, in it, I then mean, you don't need new ones. Updated graphics. True. I want it in 4K. Graphics. Well, they're going to innovate at some point. Surely you can add some new gameplay gimmicks in. No. Okay. Uh, so the new course is called Squeaky Clean Sprint. Uh, seems to be based off of Mario's toilet. toilet. Or someone's toilet. Well, he's a plumber, so, yeah. True, yep. Yeah. Uh, we're also getting, I believe, three new characters as well within this uh, this Wave 5. So we're getting P.T. Piranha, who uh, made his debut in Mario Kart Double Dash. We are also getting Wiggler, I believe his name is. Wiggler. He... It's just a funny name. Wiggler. <laughs> True. Uh, he's, uh, he's first game was from uh, Mario Kart 7 and the third character which is from the Mario Kart Tour game mobile game is Kamek who's the like the little wizard you'll remember him from the Mario film probably so yeah that's coming I believe it was given as summer no definitive date just summer so any time now uh, after that, we had got Star Ocean, the second story R. Um, I believe this is a remake of one of the original, whether it's the original Star Ocean or maybe the, I'm assuming what it called Second Story is the second game. Um, I've never played a Star Ocean game, quite similar to, I suppose, Dragon Quest, really. There's a whole host of Star Ocean games. Um, I believe they're also turn based. If you're into your Star Oceans, I'm sure you'll love this. Um, I can't say much more than that. <laughs> yeah, I've not played it either. So, um, other than it's coming out on the 2nd of November, so look forward to that. Chock full of games coming out in November. Um, speaking of something speaking else that's yeah. coming out in November, <laughs> a new WarioWare game. WarioWare Move It. Um, now, I've actually played WarioWare games. I do actually have quite a fun time. They come up with some of the wackiest, craziest, like, mini-games ever. And, I mean, we, we saw some of that in, in this trailer, trailer as well. It seems to be one way, like, you get a dog to shake your hand. Uh, or, I like, give you a paw or something. There also seems to be one where you're wiggling your whole body around in quite a few different uh game game mode so i think there was one where like you're trying to like discourage fish away and there was another one to like shake a bottle and whoever could get like the ball to like burst the highest uh one or something um yeah well, that's not. the gimmick I mean, though this one into it like, I mean, yeah the joy cons to try and oh god get you this could, yeah active. this could be like a joy con break let's be honest um so yeah. so it's got local co-op up to four players in party mode. Yep, it's a good point. Yeah. micro games, so tons of stuff to get into. Yep, you had all sorts. Uh, I think at one point there was a skiing game. Uh, the lowest one where there's punching a bag. One of the weirder ones as well is like you're on skis and you have to do like the ski motion and you have to like lift lift your leg over like obstacles. That seemed a bit sus, but yeah, yeah. that's skiing. Yep, that's skiing. So, yep. 3rd of November, this game is coming out. Can we please stop with November? So we said not September, not October, and now we're saying not November either. No. Stop it's never, it's never ending. And we, we complained when we kept saying, oh, it's just 2024. Not complaining now. 
Yeah. I mean, I know I give like uh, a bit of like a, oh bloody everything's 2024 for Xbox. So now I'm looking at them like actually that's probably why. <laughs> um, and then and then they start talking about um a new event for Nintendo coming in September. I'll be honest, I didn't write much details down about this, but it's called Nintendo Live 2023. Yeah, so it's going to be from the first to the fourth of September. It's going to be in Seattle. Uh, it did look good from what I could see because it looked like just like a convention style thing where you could play all the games and stuff. Well, that's what you want though, isn't it? Like when you go into these conventions, you just want to play games and probably chat to people, but mainly the games. Yeah, the games. Uh, right now, uh, something else for probably me because I have a shock full collection right behind me of these things. Uh, we're going to begin some more Amiibos for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So uh, I believe the Link one is is already out. We're going to get two more off the game as well. So we're going to be getting Zelda. And we're going to be getting Sexy Daddy Gandalf. As he's known on the internet by now. So, uh, <laughs> so they're going to be out holiday 2023. I actually think that um, like chip cards are already out, so you, I think people already know kind of what they're going to be getting when you scan these into the game. So when you when you got like, well, you can get any amiibo really, but if you specifically like Zelda ones, you can scan them in, into the game. You can get like exclusive rewards based on that um, scanned amiibo. So I can imagine stuff like Ganondorf, you probably might get the the Dusk Sword that he has in Twilight Princess. Zelda, maybe zelda stuff. I don't know. Yep, zelda <laughs> stuff. I think the zelda Maybe, maybe the Master maybe, Sword that maybe she's some, got hand. <laughs> maybe some armor or something. Yeah, maybe. Or uh, you can get uh, paraglider sales as well. You can get exclusive ones. I can tell you now, the Twilight one is a favorite just because it glows in the dark. So, I love that one. Then... We got one final game to finish off the Direct, and it was probably the biggest announcement that Nintendo made through the entire Direct. We're getting a new 2D scrolling Mario game. I loved the look of this. They made Mario look like he does in the movies to me. As, as Matt rolls his eyes. As long as he's not voiced. Actually, that's a bit harsh. Chris, Chris Pratt was fine. Um, so, yep. The name of the new Mario game is going to be called Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Hey, it's just a new new 2D Mario game. What, what more can you say? I mean, graphically, it looks really... Uh, well, they mentioned thing, this thing about Wonder Flowers. The Wonder Scenes. Causing random stuff to happen. Like ground I mean, moving. Yeah. It turns into an elephant. That was quite funny. That was cool, yeah. Uh, Not quite sure how that's going to help him, but I guess we'll see. Well, I mean, he's turned into all sorts of stuff, so, you know, why not an elephant at this point? Uh, you can play as a load of characters on this one, can't you? So you can play as Yoshi, Mario, Luigi, Daisy, and Peach. Don't forget Toad. Oh, yeah, and that crack. Always forget Toad. Toad. <laughs> I was wondering, do you actually play as Yoshi, or is he, is he like he is in the other games, where you just ride him? Might just be rideable. I saw him, so I jotted him down. Well, yeah, I, I, I spotted him as well. He was like a little like, well, he's in the he's in the 
um, graphic card. And I think there was a little teaser at the end of the video as well. That's going to be out on the 20th of October. More games. More games, yes. Funnily enough, just a few days, and I can't remember if this is before or after the new Sonic game. So, of course it is. Continue that little rivalry is again. <laughs> so find it, let's find it, let's find it. Oh, I still said it was fall. I think it. I think it's rumored that Sonic's coming out around around that time as well. So we've not got like a definitive date. Well, let's get it on the same day. That's what we want. Get on the same. Clash day. of the yeah, Titans. That's what we want. Let's have a fight. It's not class of the Titans, it's more like David and Goliath now, so. It's a bit harsh. Harsh but fair. Mm. So yeah, that was the direct. Any highlights for anyone? No? Okay, let's move on. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say the, the Super Mario RPG. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think for me, I'd, I'd concur with Mark. Detective Pikachu and... I'm looking forward to Super Mario Bros. Wonder as well. Oh, yeah, there's that. Right. Well, that was the direct. Do we have any more news? Well, it wasn't the only showcase. Ooh. We had the Annapurna Interactive Showcase as well. Oh, I'm yes. a big fan of Annapurna. I think they're a very good publisher. Like, yeah. They publish some very interesting little narrative experiences. Yeah. Everything's always unique. Given yeah. that. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that we've seen before that was in this. Yeah. So obviously we started with Lower Lie and the Laser Eyes. A very interesting trailer, though. It was. Mm. Do you know what? I really like the soundtrack of it. I just mm. think it was a really like cool 80s synth track. I always like that. It's like this trailer reminded me of like um, you know, in, was it is it Black Ops? It's like the numbers, Mason. What are the numbers? <laughs> Can we give it that vibe? What do the numbers mean, Mason? I assume it's a puzzle game because they kept versus what is the maze? What is the maze? Or something. They kept saying so. Yeah. yeah. I imagine so. It seemed very puzzly. So. Yeah. And then at the end, it was like a load of mazes and then you saw the Steam logo below. So I yeah. think you could probably, if you've got half a brain about you, dissect that and get some information. But I've not. Uh, we also got Cocoon. Yeah. We've been through before. I was in because it was from... Is it one of the creators of Journey? And the other I mean, ones? Yeah, yeah the uh, design. Ones. It was the uh, lead the gameplay Amazon. designer for Inside yeah. and Limbo. Oh, Inside and Limbo. Oh. Sorry, I've, I've, I've got the wrong way around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking back to that sword surfing game. So, yeah. Oh, one. yes. <laughs> yes. You're quite right. Which are very good, good games, Limbo and uh, Inside. They're good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, wouldn't, good, I wouldn't know about them, but it's got a good pedigree, and it also I wonder why most anticipated independent game at the Summer Games Fest 2023. So yeah, look, looks quite interesting. Like near the end, I thought I saw something that looked like a spider. So I don't think this one might be for you, Matt. But let's hmm. we'll see. Right. Well, they got previous, aren't they? So it may be. Yeah, always the spiders. Can we just stop, please? Like, do we really need these things in games anymore? It would seem so. <laughs> it's like farming just down to spiders. It's always going to happen. <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah, <laughs> the power of three. I, um, I, need, I need a real-life arachnophobia mode to be honest. 
Yeah, I will... loved the love of the look of the next one. Oh, lush vital photography, Sam. Yeah. It did look like a lovely. It looked I felt, gorgeous. I felt quite uneasy though at points. I don't know why. Is it because it's first person and you're in like this some strange environment? It's like it's like you are alone. Yeah. I think something's going to happen. So, uh, well, as the name, it's a it's basically it's a photography sim. So you've got a camera and eventually you do find a drone as well to help with your yeah photography. Um. But yeah, there's a ton of different locations. Um, so there's like forests, lakes, like paths in the rain. Um, yeah, you're in a boat. Yeah. On like a coastline, that river. It looked like you were in the Himalaya or something. Because mm-hmm. those, um, I don't know what they call them, but like those flags that they always have. Yeah. There's some Tory gates. So you're like, a, I suppose you're in Japan at some point. Yeah. It did look lovely. Like, just a really nice relaxing game where you could just walk around, take it in, and then just take a few pictures. And it did look almost photorealistic, which is probably kind of what you want from a photography game, <laughs> which kind of makes sense. Yeah. I did like the look of the drone flying, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just get more aerial shots. This next one just made me laugh. What, to a T? Yeah. It's, it's literally. It looks like the most boring game ever. It's just. It's just this guy that walks around like a. Tea yeah, with a tea purse. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a dog. <laughs> well, there's a child going around his. I think he's a child going around his everyday life. But uh, I think there is a serious point behind this as well because it's it's made in collaboration with Able Gamers. You know about the disability group. Oh, okay, yeah. And I think it's probably there's like supposed to be some underlying thing about you know. Yeah, there will be. Dan is trying to make a point about how being different is is good, that kind of thing. Because they were like this jolly song as well, weren't they? Yeah. Just uh, singing about, about it. Yeah. He's perfect in his own way. Yeah. And yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think I think there's a good moral behind it. I think. Yeah. I just I just think it quite quirky. Did. It's quite interesting in how what what you do with it. Yeah, it did seem very like slice of life, like going to school, going to the shop, that that kind of thing, with people like singing to you as you as you go. Um, yeah, the the art style it reminded me of the old Biff Chip and Kipper books that we used to read back in school. Um, so I like the like the look of that. Um, but yeah, that that's also going to be on Steam. So yeah. I'm not quite sure about this next one, Flock. Yeah, I was. The same as you. We had like two people doing a voiceover and they were playing co-op by the looks of it. Yeah. And basically it's you're exploring to, in order to build a flock of birds and you can go and find birds and then you've got to do some sort of a, a you've got to sing Song. to them to yes, yeah, yeah. bring you them into them. your flock. Yeah, yeah, you charm them. And you get you get to go to certain birds and they'll come out depending on the time of day as well. Yeah. Um, and then they also yeah. mentioned you can get flying sheep. Yeah, I saw that. That, that and you raise that was and weird. use their wool for clothes. Yeah, bit random, but there you go. The thing is, it, it doesn't seem like there's much to it. Yeah, based off what they said. Just, yeah, I mean, they only had about probably maybe ten birds each or something, and it do, it does seem like it get a bit samey. Yeah, they're just flying around getting a bigger flock, and then but, but then what? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do with the around? <laughs> Suddenly you've just got a screen full of 
But well, that's only the beginning, Mark, because you use the flock to take over the world. Yeah. And then the war begins. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it definitely was original. I'll give it that. It was. It was. But it's going to have depth. No, I'm not quite sure if it's going to. This next one really took my interest, though. I was, I was very curious for this. Ghost Bike. Yeah, it did seem like your kind of game. Yeah. So it was like a hand-drawn animation style, and it looked like you were riding a bicycle across a countryside. Yeah. It looked like a bit of a race, but then I thought, oh, it's it yeah. just looking to get past people because it's maybe a bit like Amsterdam, let's say, where everyone bikes everywhere. So yeah. is it just that? Oh, it's, maybe it's like you've interrupted a race by just riding through it or something. Yeah. As well as going up. But it's like, like, but basically, it seems like the the bike is possessed or has got a ghost in it, and yeah. it has a floating skull in front of it. And the girl, I think the ghost like gives you like a boost or something, maybe. Yeah, it seemed point. like that because they were boosting past people at one point in the trailer. Yeah. I I did like the tagline to this game though, the ride of your afterlife. <laughs> I did like that. That's good. Yeah, that's coming twenty twenty four. So. Not October. Let's <laughs> so, save some money then. We got Mundorn. This was a horror game because yeah, they, yes. um, basically it's now available for PS5 and Series S and X because it was originally um, PS4, Xbox One generation. Yeah, this is a the hand penciled drawn horror, horror game. Yeah. yeah, black and white. Mm. I mean, it did look interesting, but it looked scary as well. So the, I think it might be more the style, really, and I don't want to yeah. say that the person who built it is a bad drawer or anything, but it just made it look even scarier, to be fair. Maybe not one for me, but I can see the appeal, and the art style's unique. Okay, we're going to go for crazy titles. Bounty Star, The Morose Tale of Graveyard Clem. It's up there. Perfect. So, I like how they said this is a post-post-apocalyptic. Yeah, as if it's like, happened again. But how, yeah. how do you get post-the-post? Post? I don't know. But, um, okay. That's what they said. And you play an ex-soldier who's now turned a bounty hunter. And they said that half the game is a third-person action shooter, and the other half is building, like, a, a base or something. And you, you, you basically build it up and you mod stuff there. You have this customizable mech, don't you? Yeah, you got the mech, and then um, Ooh, I'm, you build I'm up intrigued. you build up your um, like old petrol station where you reside, yes. yeah. and you can get um, basically you can get all crafting materials. You can oh, there's food, the food aspect, so you can farming or farming. Yeah, get your crops. You can make food to boost your stats. So, yeah. And then there's also other characters you can meet along the way um, that play into the story. Yeah. I mean, I, I just like the mech aspect of it and blowing yeah. stuff up, so yeah. it's always good. And then we got the platform update for Stray coming to Xbox August the 10th. Thirsty Suitors. We saw this I, last year. Yeah, I do vaguely I weren't sure about it then. I'm still even, not sure about it. I'm still not sure about it now. Basically, it's about a young woman trying to live her life, and then she has to like do battles with her exes or something. That's it. She comes back to her hometown. She's got her parents to deal with. Her grandma's yeah. coming into town. She's got to. It's like it's weird because there's the cooking aspect of it, 
Um, and then there's also like the dance off side of it, and then the RPG aspect, whether you can choose whether to fight or flirt with them. Um, yeah. yeah, that's out on the second of November. We'll see with that one. We've got storyteller. I don't really know what this is. Me neither, because this was um, this is a free update with new content coming out on the 26th of September. Yeah, so Netflix. Oh, so they said. Yeah, interesting. But the last game that was shown, oh, blimey, Charlie. I loved this. Blade Runner 2033 Labyrinth. Now, I love the Blade Runner films. Stepping into that future world, that music, that ominous music in the background. Oh, I love it. I love Blade Runner. Still going to play that, uh, the classic game from the 90s, though, which which has been on my backlog for over 20 years. But... One day I will get onto it, but I think this is going to speed that process up there. Don't play the remaster. I've heard I've heard bad things about. It. Well, yeah, this is the thing. I actually bought that, and then because um, apparently it was received so badly, they ended up releasing the original as a free update with it. <laughs> free update. So you, you, just, you just get you just get the original game. Oh, the original game is the update. Yeah. So, oh, he's I'll getting it. No, I'm excited about this one. And this is Annapurna's first internally developed game. I heard about that, yeah. I was intrigued by that. They're actually going to be developing it themselves. So. Quite a coup as well to, to get that license. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Not quite sure what kind of game it's going to be. I, I could definitely see them sticking to like the original, being like a side-scrolling... Point clicking the, Yeah, point-click. No. You, like you a, want like like a mystery one? It's it's more about the mystery than any action. Or... Yeah, but I, I wouldn't mind if it was like a third person over the shoulder kind of thing. But it's like a mystery. Go through that environment. Or maybe that, even that first world. person. Could be intriguing. Mm. I'd be worried it feeling a bit like Cyberpunk. Though. That's what we need. CD Project Red gets uh, gets the blur. Yeah. <laughs> Just becomes yeah. Cyberpunk. So not a whole lot to go off on this. Mm. But oh, it's got my attention. Good. 2025, probably. No, 2033. <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it looked too futuristic to be in 10 years' time. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? 10 years. It's only 10 years. Wait, if I, if I recall, isn't... um I've not watched it, but isn't the original Blade Room meant to be set in, like, 2019? Yes. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's what 2019 looked like. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. If only. If only. But that was the Annapurna Showcase. They were a good one. I, I enjoyed it, both for the yeah. variety of games that we got. I mean, they, yeah. obviously, we won't buy them all, but they were good to see. And it's a nice change of pace from your Fortnite's and Call of Duty's and just like AAA games that you'd expect yeah. to see. It's just it's just nice indie range. That, actually, now that you mention it, I'm, I'm surprised we've not heard anything about the next Call of Duty yet. You just thought they'd already be like, trailer up well activision are kind of going through something else at the moment <laughs> they got bigger things than they mind true yes very true one other piece of news just add in as it links to a certain particular collection of games that we already talked about uh supposedly we may already know the identity of three games that will be coming to the melga solid master collection volume two uh not news on when that will be coming out but 
a Twitter user named Nitro- Nitroid had found on the Metal Gear website they had added buttons to its franchise timeline for the games that are included in Volume 1. But there are placeholder buttons for three other games, potentially. Don't mean a lot. Might not mean nothing, seeing as you're in denial mode. Um, so one of them will be Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Another one will be for Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. And one of the one that seems to have been locked away on one platform for all these years and could potentially be coming, finally, out into the light from the PS3 era is Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns no. of the Patriots. No. Yeah, I don't mean, it's not, it's not going to leave. <laughs> Do you know what? It's not happening. It's going to no. be amazing when it happens. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> now, after this discovery... It did appear that IGN had reported heard that these exact three games are set to be included in the Master Collection Volume Two. So I it sounds care. like I don't, I don't care what they said. It's just okay. <laughs> it's just now. You just add them and it's just, nope, nope. Well, think about it, Mark. When it does happen, you're going to be so happy. Well, the thing is, like as much as I love Metal Gear, I've played them to death, so I don't know if I'm actually going to play these things again anyway. Oh, come on, you know you'd love, you'd love to go back to them. Backlog, mate. <laughs> there's, enough, there's enough things. I think, I think they're the not thing... exactly quick games either. No, no, true. Um, the thing for me, at least, I think probably my least played Metal Gear Solid game is Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, I remember just going through it like the once time round. I think that was it. Um, whereas I feel like for like at least all the others, I've I've gone at least two or three times. I've still not even played five yet. I've not even touched it. How have you not touched five? Because it's a big game. Oh, time. Just, whatever the next game you got going, just complete it and just mark it down. And you need to get five done. Get five going. Or wait until this collection comes out that you can play around. <laughs> Did you play Ground Zeroes? No. You don't even play. Jeez. No. I, I played nothing about Metal Gear 5. Not a jot. Not a thing. Not a sausage. What about Peace Walker? I played Peace Walker when it came out on that whatever thing. HD collection. collection. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we'll see. I think it would be nice to see four again on modern consoles. But we'll find out. So, do you remember the uh, the thing called Stadia? Oh, yeah. Oh, I vaguely remember that. And how, how Google absolutely stunk the gaming landscape. With that, yeah. well, you can't keep a good cash spunking clueless conglomerate down, can you? It's reported that Google is set to return to the game scene with what they're calling playables. Playables? Yeah. Which is apparently allows users to play online games via YouTube's website or its mobile app on iOS or Android. And according to the Wall Street Journal, it's currently being tested internally. How long are we giving it before it's on Google Graveyard? 2026. I think they'll give it a couple of years after it launches. I don't even know so, when it's going to launch. Is it so even going to launch? I, I think it's going to come out 2024, dead by 2026. That's my mm-hmm. prediction. Why? Why are they, why are they bothering? Just Do stop. they never learn? Well, you just look out through the history. No, clearly they don't. But well, they must think everyone loves a trier. Like Not in this maybe, case. Maybe so. Anyway, 
that's it for the news. Shall we move over to what we're currently playing? Let's do it. Let's show. Shall I start? Yeah, go on. Oh, then. why not? Okay. So I've only got one thing to talk about, but it's quite a big game. And it's one that's been on the backlog, as many other things. And that's Yakuza Kiwami 2. Oh, he's getting <laughs> through them all. Yeah, well, I'm trying, well, I'm trying to. So, coming off the back of Yakuza 0 and Kiwami, this is now shifted onto the Dragon Age. And immediately, I noticed, when I loaded it up, they dropped to 30 frames per second. Oh. My heart sank when I saw this. But, but as... The thing is, you get you get used to it eventually. I think I found that as you level Kiryu up, it becomes a bit better because he gets faster and things like that. Yeah. But um, it has a brief brief plot outline. So following the murder of the Tojo Clan's fifth chairman, our man Kiryu is thrown back into the fray as he fights to stop like an all-out war between like erupting between the Tojo Clan and the Omni Alliance, and mm. this conflict is spearheaded by a, a guy called Ryuji Goda, known as the Dragon of Kansai, who will stop at nothing to see this war come to fruition. And of course, Ryuji and Kiryu cross paths and fisticuffs ensure. It looks really good. It's a really good looking game with this mm. new engine. It is pretty to look at. So in typical Yakuza game style, you get to free roam around Kamarocho, but also Santa Bori, which is nice to be able to go through both of them. Obviously, there's plenty of stuff you can do in the world. You know, topped off, of course, with the always hilarious sub-stories. Oh, yeah. But that Dragon Age, it does make it a lot smoother to play. It really does. It's like The fact that you can seamlessly walk into a venues and shops and things. Yeah, I think I think that, that was the biggest thing that I noticed when I, when I was playing it. When I, was, I think cause I, I went from, like, 0-1 to, like, you. Yeah. But, like, the difference between Kwame 1 and 2 is, like, massive in terms of, like... Oh, I can just walk into a shop. I don't have to load into it now. Just walk yeah. in and and then fight sudden start in the shops. That's always fun. Yeah, I did get a bit confused at first because it's like I, it was, because you could just walk into places. I, I got a bit confused at what places you could go into and what you couldn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then it's like on the mini map, you just have to keep looking out for the door icon and things like that. Yep. But yeah, as you mentioned, the uh, fights. I do love the fact that you can start a fight on the street and you can just kick someone through a window of a shop and then they get annoyed at you and they say like get the hell out like yeah you're, apparently, you're... apparently you get like um i think you might get banned from the shop as well yeah for, yeah for this, this, this stops serving you for quite a bit of time yeah then, yeah uh, that's quite good the fact i like the fact that it transitions into the fights quicker mm. that's better but there's not like a an initial cutscene is there it kind of just goes yeah. straight into it because the amount of times I saw that cutscene of somebody swinging at Kiryu and he just sidesteps like that in the in the previous games, which happens so, so often. But I also like because of this engine, you can now pick up a lot more weapons. There's like everything's mm. everything pretty much can be used as a weapon now. Every side, every, I, I I was a big fan of picking up bicycles myself. I do like whacking people with a bicycle. But I like this little thing where they've got where you can make friends with certain people on the streets, and then if you have a fight near them and you perform a heat action, they will throw you a random item into the fight with you. Oh, so, yeah. So I made friends with a chef, and he just threw, threw me a massive leek. So they're just pummeling <laughs> this thuck with his massive vegetable. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's quite fun. 
the fighting has been toned down though, hasn't it? It's it's less complex, I think. Like you don't have you don't have these different stances and things like that. Yeah, I think that's probably one thing I was a bit disappointed with Kwame too, coming from sort of zero and one Kwame, where like each game had like at least three to four different stances, and then this game literally just strips all that down to like right, you just have the dragon um stance. I personally I quite like that though. You like I, that? I thought it got a bit over the complex when you had all these different stances and then you've got to level up each one and things like that and then you've got all the certain moves that you've got to look for each style i just thought it got a bit too overwhelming whereas this is it was just both streamlined hmm. i i didn't feel like that i felt with the different stances it, it, you had to like employ different strategies depending on like the the type of enemies come against you know, like if you like if you're if you're against groups then like the rush style is probably better if you were Against a bit more of like a brute style enemy, probably. Sure, the... but then you never really knew which one you should focus on. Oh, maybe, maybe I was I was fine with it. I was, I was starting to pick up. Okay, because the thing is, I always I, 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 I always ended up like building my character to one way though. Like right, I put, yeah. I put, put everything on either. Yeah, I, I did. Or... There was like a there was there was always one style I probably preferred over the rest, but like. Once I'd like finished with that style, I'd work on the others and start learning. Okay, this is good for the, these type of fights and that. But yeah, I suppose I suppose that's fine. That's fine for you as well, though, isn't it? Like simplifying it's always good. I do like uh, it's quite just they got the could you that was a stomach. I know that's weird to say, but now he has the, oh, the stomach items, gauge. Yeah. yeah. So when you go to eat, your stomach now has a capacity, and when you go into a restaurant. You basically end up playing a little game of how much of this menu can I fit in my stomach? Yeah. Really? It's just because it's got like you can get it up to like 200 points worth. And yeah, every, you can every upgrade, food... increase the stomach capacity. Yes. Yeah, it's all very odd. But there you go. But you get each food gets different XP, doesn't it? Because you can yeah, get Yeah, I'd say like, like the more expensive XP. is probably the more XP. I think. I don't know if this kept it from Yakuza 6, but you can, like, if you get certain combinations of food as well, you get a bonus XP for like, yes. like a meal set. That is in it, yes. Okay. That is it, yeah. Okay. Anybody who's played the previous game will know that Kiryu is taking care of a little girl called Haruka. And there, there is a bit in this where you can wander around the city with her and she will request you to go and entertain her by going and doing certain things. And it could be simply like, oh, can we go and eat here? But others can be a bit more challenging. Like, she asked me to go karaoke singing. Right? Oh, yeah. And she want, it turns out she wanted me to get over 90 points. I got 66. And then she had the audacity to ask me if I had a cold because I was so bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> cheeky little sod. But there you go. Uh, I like the return of the cabaret club. I played that quite a bit in the uh, in Zero. I really like that mini game. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So you you end up being coerced into managing this hostess bar, and so basically you have a if you don't know anything about these, you have a bunch of female staff. The idea is that men come in, the women chat to them, make them feel special, and they end up spending silly amounts of money on food and drink whilst you're laughing your way to the bank. That's pretty much how it goes. Basically. So over the course of like three minutes, so you get you, when you're running an even over the course of three minutes. You seat customers down and pick someone, a woman to sit with them. 
and then you keep a, a, an eye out in case they require assistance or anything like that. But yeah. you could make you could make some serious dough in the cabaret club. Mm. I've made millions on that. I am a rich boy, kidding you. But there's also an amusing side story with all that as well, which uh, where you're competing against a conglomerate, hell bent and trying to put you out of business. That's quite good. Yeah, you go into like a cabaret league, I believe, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah. So you have like four leagues, and it, it, but all the other clubs are like run by this conglomerate. Who yeah. Just hate, who just hates you. Basically. Yeah. Um, the client creator thing. So it's it's basically like this tower defense game, is the best yeah. way I can describe it. Mm. And you, along with everybody's favorite crazy man, Majima, are trying to defend like a construction site from like rival businesses. Yeah. So, so over the course of the game, you like accumulate people who will join your clan, don't you? Mm-hmm. And then they help you fight against them. And it's played from like a top-down strategy perspective. And yeah. you position your workers in certain locations to intercept and defeat the invaders. And obviously, once each wave is defeated, you win. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of it, I have to say. I, don't, I think I think of all the Yakuza games I've played, it's probably mm-hmm. my least favourite side mission. I don't know why. There's just something about it I just don't like. Yeah, it's... Uh... Bit of an, an odd one. I, I see what so the the story beats behind so why why you need to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's probably it's probably one of my weaker like sides mini games slash stories. Because I, I played it once where you have to as part of the story. Yeah. I did the introduction that. bit. And I'm just like I have no desire to play this ever again. It's <laughs> It's just weird. Mm. But speaking of weird, I have to talk about this. So I, I found the thing in the game that tells me this is Japan and this is Yakuza. And oh, is it? Is it yes, you know, you know what this is. Oh, this yeah. is the Gravur Studio. Yes. <laughs> How can I even possibly <laughs> explain this? Oh, God. So, basically, you go into this venue... And you are tasked with becoming a photographer, taking photos of scantily clad models. Okay. Mm-hmm. So once you pick one of your two models, you get a video of a real life woman talking to you suggestively as she poses provocatively in a room containing a sofa and a bookshelf. And then you end, you, you end up playing, you have this odd mini game where of picking three parts of a sentence and then you have to put them together to form a cohesive sentence. And Kiryu clearly is a bit of a lonely chap based on some of the things he says. <laughs> and here are a few examples of what he says. So these are like separated into three parts. So you pick them individually. So it's lure me deep down into your incredible cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very Alan Partridge, that, isn't it? So it's a, I'm sure your shoulders... Hurts from carrying those things around all day. Open your slender legs. <laughs> I knew we were coming. I just didn't want to believe it. <laughs> I can take photos one-handed. Hey. <laughs> and finally, most men love boobs. That's just how the world works. Spitting facts. Yeah, I mean, it's things, not wrong. It, 
it goes on. Kiryu is nothing but a perv. But the, each model has like six outfits. Uh, and of course, you have like the cheerleader costume, the maid outfit, the bikinis. And each one is like, you unlock each one by doing the previous oh, one. Oh, where's the schoolgirl? Oh, yeah, schoolgirl as well. Now, I did all 12, purely for completionist reasons. I'll add yeah, that's what they all say. Don't yeah. get any ideas. Yeah, sure. Don't get any ideas. But what? I, I, I can't. See, I mean, coughing, it's, it's shocked me so much. I, I don't understand why that's in the game. I really don't. But there's a lot of stuff that's in these games that I don't understand either. Honestly, so. there, there was something um, that you'll find to do in Yakuza 6, and I won't spoil it, that's yeah, quite it similar. It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. So... But, it's fun. but overall, as a game, I loved it. I, th- I think story-wise, it's my favourite so far. I did really love Favorite, the story. Really? I did really love the story in this one. I think uh, Zero is still my favourite game overall. Game of the series, yeah. But I think story, I think this was my favourite. Mm. But my biggest disappointment, where was my pocket circuit racing? Why is it not in it? Yeah. That, that annoyed me. I love pocket circuit racing. To be f- to be fair, I I have heard a rumor that it's, it's coming back in one of the newer games that's coming out. So it better be. So do you think it's just Zero and Kiwami One that is in? Unfortunately. Yeah. Sad. Well, it was good while it lasted, but who knows? I hope to see the return of it. But there you go. That's 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 Yakuza Kiwami Two. If when am I going to get round to Yakuza Three? I don't know. And I know this is going to be a severe drop in quality as well. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd prepare. So I'm, for three I'm, yeah, I'm trying to prepare myself for that. Because you, you've literally gone from like, uh, you've gone zero Kiwami one, which is like a pre-Dragon engine. Then you got Kiwami two, which is like the second game in the Dragon engine they made. Now you're dropping all the way down to like, yeah, PS two slash three engine. So. Do be prepared. The story, the story might get you through it. To be fair, it, it helps me. I just focus purely on story. Yeah, I might, I might have to do that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, give give some of the mini stuff a try, but that there is, yeah, it's gonna be a bit of a slur. Because <laughs> I did, I did purpose. Because what I tend to do in these games is I tend to every chapter, once I reach a chapter, I'll go around looking to see if there's a sub story around, and then I'll do the sub stories. And then I'll do oh, the story yeah. bit. I, I don't want to build up towards the end and then just have massive amount of sub stories still to do. Yeah. Do you, Do you think you'd ever get around to like trying to plan a main Yakuza game? No. No. Too, do too do, long. Do you, to, do you have to do New Game Plus or a lot of that? I'm not sure. That's checking that. Because that just rules it out instantly. If that's the case. Oh, if there's a New Game Plus, no. I'm not going but, for another semi-plan. It's weird because I've completed it and I, it says I'm still six sub-stories short and I don't know how. Okay. Because it's not showing them. Because I've got the, the perk that shows them on the map. Oh, okay. But they're not showing for whatever reason. And I'm not sure why. So, uh, better. That's Yakuza Kawabi 2. I'll get around to play the other ones eventually. <laughs> so, go on, Nate. Well, you played well to start with i've played your favorite game fortnite and now mark's having an aneurysm and dying anyway y- yep visually yeah. <laughs> um 
Uh, well, I've been playing a particular game on Fortnite. So there's a game that's taken over streaming by storm over the last couple of weeks called Only Up. So you might have seen some videos of this, but basically um, you play as a person climbing up this seemingly endless, basically staircase of things. So, ba so basically you've got your, your aim is to get to the top of this structure, um, but it's a platforming game. And if you fall off, then you fall to the bottom, or if you can get onto another platform, then you can save yourself a bit. Um, but basically, yeah, if you fall, it's over and you have is to this, start all over again. Is this Fortnite or Fall Guys? No, this is Fortnite. No, it's Fortnite. <laughs> right, okay. But it's a mode. Um, but I want to explain like the the game that the mode is based on. So there's a Fortnite version that someone's built, and I've been playing that a lot. So basically, me and Lisa have been alternating um, because it gets you too angry when you get to a certain point and then fall down because you've slipped on a ledge or you've done a jump wrong. Um, so, yeah, it's it's funny watching other people fall, <laughs> but when you put half an hour into a run and it doesn't quite go my your God. way, it's annoying. Oh, my God, half an hour into a run? How big yeah. is this chuffy thing? Big. Like, Lisa put 40 minutes in, she nearly did it. She slipped on a bone and then fell to the bottom. She got about 1,500 metres... Yeah, because there was this massive like skeleton that she was jumping across, um, and then yeah, she fell to the bottom again. Um, this is making no sense, Mark. <laughs> Basic like waste of time. It is, <laughs> but it's addictive. It is really addictive. Like when when you start, you just want another go, just to try and do it, even though you're never going to get anywhere near top. That's how they pull you in. That's it, 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 remind, it reminds me a little bit of this um, this game that got popular a few years ago. I forgot what it's called, but it was essentially you played as this um, guy who was in like a, a like a cauldron, and he had a he had like a, a oh. pickaxe. Yeah, getting over it. Yeah, that was it. With, and um, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, Just I can't remember the guy's show. name is, but that, this it's it's a similar. Um, Similar concept, premise. yeah, premise, um, where you have to get as high as possible. Um, but I felt like the, I felt this one had a little bit more charm because you, you always had like the narrator who would like, if you ever like failed at something, it would like it would almost like patronise you. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, getting over it with Bennett Fodder. <laughs> that was it. Um, I remember watching videos of YouTubers that would, that would play that and absolutely rage. I think like I loved when Markiplier did it. He absolutely like he got really far at one point, made made a mistake, he slid, he like fell all the way down back to the bottom, and he just like I think he just lobbed his chair across the room. So I can see how that's that's probably quite an, uh, an addictive. It's just because you want to be genre. It. That's the thing. Hmm. And the stakes make it even more what you win? addictive. You get the glory of getting to the top, that's what you win. The glory. That's all that matters. Glory's overrated. <laughs> True. Anyway, I'll do it one day, but we'll see. Um, right, so I'll skip off Fortnite. So the last time we did a currently playing, I mentioned that I started playing Goat Simulator. 
Mm. I've now completed Goat Simulator. Oh. Because you can complete it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I, I didn't know it was something you can complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so this one, I don't know if it's different from some of the others, but this one's actually got kind of a... I, I say a story, it's got something to it. <laughs> so basically, there's this um, castle with a big massive door, and if as you do missions, it opens up locks of this door, and then as you get through, then you get to fight the final boss. But anyway... The boss fight? Yeah, there's a boss fight. One of the best boss fights in gaming. It was absolutely fantastic. I'm not even lying. It was great. Was it the goat? It was not the goat. It was the farmer. The broiler the farm. So. Yeah. But it's well, I'll get to that bit. So one of the first things I want to outline is the Easter eggs because it's got absolutely tons. Um, so. In the game, you get to crash a Comic-Con, and while there, you get to see Goku from Dragon Ball Z, or what looks a bit like Goku, it's just so janky. You get to see Homer Simpson, you get to see Pikachu, that looks like it's been on crack for six months. Um, well, loads, loads oh, of other, like... Oh, that's the Nintendo lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a picture of it, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, there's a bit where you you can climb to like the top of this tower just outside this church and there's this bell and it's a bit of an easter egg if you if you ring if you do the um, there's three bells and if you use the bells to play the Star Wars theme you get a, a what's six a sextuple lightsaber basically a lightsaber with like six things coming off of it and you can use that to decimate things it's like a yeah. like fork. No, no, fork. Forks three. This has got six. I don't know what else to compare it to. Yeah, light, yeah. If you want to say that, two light. A forks, light snowflake. Then. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely insane. Now, I, I saw this online before I bought the game, and I thought I'm going to have to do that at some point. And I really struggled just listening to the tune to play on the bells. So what I had to do, I had to get a piece of paper. I numbered the bells one to three. And then I wrote down the tune, like one, two, one, 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 two. And then I had to kind of use that to do the tune because I wanted this lightsaber so badly. Um, and I must have was been it there. The extra, was it the Star Wars theme or was it the Imperial March? It was do, 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 do. Yeah, the Imperial yeah, March. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would cool. There, you can go into a sewer and see the clown from it just floating there with balloons everywhere. And it, as you pop a balloon, another clown emerges, which for you clown haters out there will be absolutely terrifying. Um, but yeah, there's just like little Easter eggs in there like that. I think I might have already mentioned the um, Lord of the Rings one because that's one of the quests. You can go to, um, it's called Dilbo's quest or whatever not bilbo <laughs> um and you go to like this little um like shack and then from there you got to get the ring and then take it into this volcano but as you throw the ring into the volcano it turns into the matrix weirdly enough in terms of its its art style it's absolutely insane um, but yeah easter eggs for days um i'll get on some of the missions because they're pretty insane as well so um, there's this kid called Philip that's having a birthday party and you've got to try and get people to his birthday. So you basically lick people and drag them into the house. 
and you've got to get a certain amount of people to attend his birthday. So I, I managed to get a couple of police officers in there because if a police officer catches you doing something naughty, they can basically grab you and throw you away. So I tried to focus on getting them because I don't like the police officers. Um, there's a mission called Rescue Steve. And basically you're at a hot spring and you need to stop Steve from drowning. Now you think, oh, Steve, it's going to be a human. But this hot spring's full of fish. It's one of the fish within the hot spring that you need to basically get out of the hot spring to stop him from drowning. So you kill Steve in the end. Oh, I forgot the name for it. Spoiler, that's it. You spo- spoiler, Steve dies. It's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a church that's actually doubles as a gym. So like training weights and stuff. And um, it's <laughs> the mission name is Fit for the Cross. And basically, you've got to kind of get loads of, you've got to grab people and put them on the treadmills in order to kind of get this series of events. And basically, you go into this church, this music blasting, lights everywhere, and it's it's absolutely incredible. Um, this free Billy, so a bit of wordplay on free Willy. So you have to go to the zoo and get this kind of square killer whale and drag them back into the ocean. That's quite a fun one. And then there is character creation. So that's one off the back of the Comic-Con that you crash. You need to kind of get like helmets and different pieces to build like a person. So I could kind of like have Goku Super Saiyan hair. Um, I could have Homer Simpson's arms. Um, I could have Pikachu's stomach, for example, and just build something. But Oh, you also run for mayor as well. So basically, as a go, um, when you've when you're at the podium, you can choose to scream at people <laughs> to get them like interested in your message. In air quotes, it's not really a message; you're just screaming at people. Um, but then there's the second bit of it where you've got to get into the ballot box. So you're chasing after people, dragging them into the ballot box, so they'll vote for you. Um, but it's just like insane things like that. But anyway, so as you get to do all, you don't have to do all the missions. Like I've done all but probably two, so you don't have to do absolutely everything. You get to do the final boss against the farmer. So the final boss is in three different stages. So the first stage, the farmer will use their tractors to attack you on this like grid-based thing. Um, but you can see kind of just before they're going to attack you so you can move. So it's a bit like a platformer where you see kind of a shadow coming down and you can move out of the way just before. And then that's the first bit. The second one is where you got to play hide and seek with the farmer, weirdly. And if you find where they are, then it takes health from them because you can attack them. And then the last one plays like a simple platformer. Um, so it's a bit like a Mario where you've got to kind of the farmer tries to attack you and then you've got to get through the level. And then at the very end, it breaks the fourth wall because um, the farmer is actually the designer of the game. So you basically headbutt all the servers. The game crashes and shuts down and then boots back up again. And then when it boots back up, it starts the game um, as if it was the beginning. 
um, where it does like the Skyrim kind of bit where the goats are in the little trailer. Um, but it cut, it turns it round. So the farmers are in the trailer and you are actually the farmer now because the game glitches, but it doesn't really glitch. It's really strange. But it's, oh, I forgot the best bit. Basically, before you actually start the three rounds with the farmer, he says, right, go off and do something else and come back because he's not built the final boss yet. And he's kind of there standing on the edge of like this abyss. And you can choose to headbutt him off the edge. And obviously I chose to do that. And then that kind of goes into the three rounds. But I, I really enjoyed it. It's like it was really trippy and weird. And then at the end, when you actually became the farmer and not a goat, that was strange as well, because you can become different animals. So at times I was a giraffe. You can be a pig. You can be a human. Um, so you don't have to be a goat if you don't want to. But yeah, it's absolutely insane. Right. So. And it's got co-op as well. I have been playing Dead Island 2, but I've not completed it yet, so I'm not going to talk about it. But it is fantastico. So I'll talk about that next time once I've completed it. So, yes, that's what I've been playing. What about you, Matt? Right, OK. Well, uh, I've not really completed anything over this last well, month or so, but I've made some progress in some games that I've played prior. So I will start with that I did try and go back to playing um, Payday 2 at some point. So, I mean, if you don't know what this is, it's a, uh, I suppose, a four-player co-op first-person shooter where you uh, essentially play bank robber and you, and you do jobs around certain locations and stuff. So... I remember doing this tutorial ages ago, so it, and the game remembered that I did that, so I could go straight into doing some of those sort of beginner missions. Um, so we did this one mission, a jewelry store, um, pretty straightforward. Um, went sort of around the back of the jewelry store, sort of knocked the guard out uh, with the butt of my gun, jumped into the window and started the drill on the safe, which literally triggered like every garden around the area to knowing what what was going on basically so the police immediately all started coming in um and I, I was playing with um ai partners so i had like three other ai companions who would all just kind of hover around kind of where i was hunker down shoot any police that was getting around so i could sort of reset the um the drill uh, whenever it would like bust um, and then uh, I, would, I went to like the, the front of the jewelry store, started getting some of the jewelry bags. And this at this point, this is where it's, it's a little bit annoying when you're playing with like the AI, because they won't actually pick up any of the jewelry bags. Like you have to essentially do it all by yourself. So I was literally there at one point, like getting a bag, running out of the store, risking getting shot by all the police, throwing it into the van, coming back into the store, getting like the next bag. <laughs> and like all the while like I was trying to like let my like armor um heal up while doing all that. So that's that's be irritating. I think that's that's it one point where I'm gonna have to get like you guys to kind of come and help me uh get these bags thrown in. I found the same though, like the AI is a bit stupid. 
like sometimes if like the SWAT team comes in to come and get you, they won't even attack them or like cover you or anything. Yeah, it's a little irritating like that. It's, it's definitely a game built for co-op. Like I, I definitely don't think it's a game that you should be playing by yourself. But I thought I'd just give it a quick go just to remind myself like about the game and, and like how it felt. Um, I feel like control-wise, it, it felt a little bit bad this time around. I don't think it, it felt as sluggish as as I thought it initially did. So maybe it might be all right if we, we do get onto it. But um, like I said, I threw uh, about five bags into the back of the van, got to the front, and got a good good fair amount of XP for that. And they moved me straight into like a like an, a, an escape scenario where like the van had crashed, and then like the police essentially surrounded us from like three different sides. We had to like defend for about a minute or two until this like new van came in and they had to move all the cash from van to van to get that going through. Um, and that was a bit of a slog as well because what the police will do is, I was getting like one bag running off, trying to get to the other van, turn around, and you'll see the other bags like um, in like a, like a orange, yellow highlight. And I was noticing like one of them was like, moving away from the van and was like what what the hell's going on there i ran over and like police is there like trying to nick off with money that was <laughs> legally obtained um i was like what the hell's going on there so i was like i had to shoot the police before they like took the to the bag so then at that point i was like right i'm gonna have to like get a bag throw that one get another bag throw that one and like keep all the bags with me to like get to the other van which is very irritating because you've got like a time limit once the next like the bands come you got like about five minutes so to like get all the money and like run off basically so i eventually eventually did that got a fair amount of um, xp so i put that in some some stats um and i've just left it there like i think i made about thirty forty thousand dollars out of that out of that red so not too bad so I'm already level seven. Um, XP wise, I think you boost up pretty quickly. Like, so I don't think it's too too much for it. There's a point where you can get to like level 100, and then I think you can unlock unlock something that makes something like the heist a little bit more challenging and stuff. So I think I think it's definitely a game we'll, we'll have to get around to at some point. Um, when I don't know, whatever we can put down FIFA. <laughs> so. Next game that I've been continuing has been Street Fighter 6. Um, so I've been continuing my World Tour uh, career mode there. So I've gone through a fair amount of it. Um, I did a little sort of novice um, tournament they can go through. Um, there seems to start a bit of a intrigue and like story-wise what, what seems to be going on. Like it seems to have gone affected by... Um, by an organization that you're not too too sure of as of yet so i got through that managed to complete the um campaign not campaign the tournament um and i'm just trying to get after the um the partner that kind of starts off with me like he seems to be doing some dodgy stuff you're trying to find out basically like what's going on there so it's like get this bag made out of like different materials and there was one that was made out of this like gold symbol that you have to go over to 
uh, I think it's Italy, to meet um, one of the Street Fighter characters, I think it's Manon. Uh, you have to fight her to get it, and then she can like become your mentor as well, so you can like pick up her style. So I think she was like, uh, I think she was by the third style I picked up. So I'd like, I had Luke's initially, start off with Luke's, then Chun Li becomes like your second one. I think Manon essentially becomes your third. Um, so I've got that. I put this bug together for this street gang guy, um, and then just like found out a little bit more about essentially what this Bo- uh, Bosch guy is doing. So I've been doing that. I've been getting through some some more mentors as well because it start. You get to a point where the metro city starts opening up. So when you initially start, there, there comes this like police um, gridlock that like keeps you away from one section of the sea that you essentially get to by going through the underground and get like a train there. And then once you get a little bit more of the story unlocked, then the gridlock stops and you just got like full access then to the sea. So I've been doing that and I've been essentially just racking up levels. I think I'm currently level 30 at the moment and I'm finding the fighting to be a little grindy at this point. Um, seems to be once you start getting to high levels, the grind for the XP starts becoming real. So um, it's a little bit struggling at the moment, but I'm getting through it. Um, I've got a few more uh, mentors as well. So I managed to unlock um, Blanca as one. I've got DJ. I've got... um, Oh, there's a French ballet dance... Fighter, um, I forget what her name is. Her name skipping on me at the moment. I think it's Marissa. I think it is. I'm just getting her style up at the moment. Oh, I was getting it up. Then I unlocked a few of us as well. I've got Ken Masters, who's currently my like my favorite at the moment. He's he's normally one of my mains that I go through on any Street Fighter. So I've got like his move set at the moment. Go through his, getting his leveled up. And of course, I had to uh, eventually get Cammy's unlocked finally got hers got hers unlocked and then i want to try and focus on doing like her bond levels of course you do of course, of course you do <laughs> yeah some bond levels yeah because like with the characters if you get you've got like a bond level as well as like a style level so if you get that like bond level up to 100 you get to unlock their like alternate outfit as well so if it's any of like the classic characters oh, you right. get their classic style or if it's like yeah we any know of the newer after. ones yeah oh, shut up if you get the new ones, they get like an alternate style as well. Short term. So, uh, yeah, just go through that at the moment. And we'll continue that once I put a certain other game down that I've been planning through, which maybe to no one's surprise has been Tears of the Kingdom. So, no, pretty close. So, where I am now is I've finished the I've finished the Fire Temple, which is the Gorons, and I've also finished the Lightning Temple of the Gerudos. I'm awakening those sages, so I've got their powers now. So the Gorons' power is basically you can like uh, you can use them as a bit of like a cannonball. So he essentially just rolls up in a ball. You point to where you want to fire him, and he just flying forward basically. Which is which was pretty fun using him in um, some of the Fire Temple sections. So um, there were some points where you go on rails in these um, mine carts and you, you end up having like these like 
fights with the constructs in other minecarts so you can use Goron to like fire at them. I thought it was quite interesting. And then with the Gerudo lightning sage as well, her power was pretty much she talked to her and she starts doing this like area of effect around her. And then if you fire an arrow within this effect or this area, it brings down these like lightning bolts on, on um, wherever you fire. So that was pretty interesting. I will say for, for Tears of the Kingdom, I do think the boss fights are much better involved than they were for Breath of the Wild. So like with Breath of the Wild, you had all these light ganons essentially. And I'm not saying like the boss fights were any bad. Like I actually think the boss fights mechanically were really were really good. Like they made you think about what you need to do in each, in each fight. Like um, like one example you had like the war one which would shoot like i massive ice cubes at you and you would have to like grab like status them and like and, you know shoot them back with a magnet or something like that but i feel, I feel like design wise they were always kind of like some of the weaker bosses because they were essentially just like they were a form of calamity ganon there, there was nothing real original per se about them uh, whereas at least in like in Tears of the Kingdom, each like boss fight has been quite unique in design and mechanic wise. So like I'll give an example of like the Goron one. Um, I ended up finding this what's called Marbled Goma, um, which has been like a classic boss fight in in um, almost like every Zelda game really. But in this one, it was in like sort of like a, a curved dome where like you had to use the Goron to fire into each of Goma's legs, bring it down, and then you jumped on and just start wailing on its eye. And then once you got like halfway through, um, it would then start being on the on top of the dome, like hanging upside down basically. So then you had to find ways of like firing the Goron around these the, the curved walls to, to get up to the legs of Goma, which would then like knock it down you go well more on the eyes and then that's how you finish it. Yeah, I, I find like the boss fight's been quite unique and there's uh, there's a good like um, unique mechanic in each one. Seems to have got a lot more imagination about them than the last ones. Yeah, um, so I've really enjoyed the boss fights in this one. So I've got through there. I've also managed to complete a, um, a secret temple within the depths as well. Um, so I'll not try and go too much into story wise about about why i had to do that but there's a story reason for it you have to go through there to do it um also found where the master sword was um so i managed to pick that bad boy up uh and i'm pretty much at the point where i'm kind of ready to face ganondorf went over to hyrule castle as well which was floating that was a bit of an annoyance to try and get there but I got over there as well, investigated what was going on, um, had to fight a boss there as well, which is like a precursor to Ganondorf. So I completed that. So now I'm, I'm pretty much all rage just to, to face Ganondorf, but I'm I'm massively addicted to try and get all these shrines done as well. Um, so like what I did in, in the Breath of the Wild, I wanted to get all the shrine temples done and puzzles so I can get as many heart containers as possible so I've got enough... I've got plenty of health then, so that when I face Gandalf, I should be all right. I've also been going around the depths as well, been trying to get all the light routes as well. So they essentially 
light up big areas of the depth so you can see more what's going on. And they're, and they're kind of tied to the shrines as well. So where, where we seem to find a shrine on the surface, um, you'll pretty much in the exact same area in the depth, you'll find a light route as well, which is interesting, sort of lower-wise. Also, just been trying to pick up all the like little armors and stuff that you can find in the depths as well. So what they've done is, if you don't have any, any of the amiibo, uh, amiibos for getting the tunic of, like, say... Um, time so you can get like the garments that um link wore in ocarina of time you can get like the tunic you can get the cap you can get the boots you can get it out of um the the amiibo for link in ocarina of time as well or what they've actually done in this game they've actually put them in chests around the depths as well so you don't need the amiibos to get these like you did in breath of the wild which i think is good it's it's obviously it should should be how it is really not lock them behind 15 to 20 quid little figurines. But I've been trying to like fill and get all those going around the depths, just trying to get all that done, really. Just try to do as much as I can before fighting Ganondorf so I know I've like completed as much as I want, really. So, yeah, just trying to get that out of the way, really. And um, one thing that I've bought, which is, which is hopefully going to help me with this, I mean, th- I could just use the internet, really. But some of that I did for Breath of the Wild um, that I've also done for Tears of the Kingdom is I've bought the Collector's Edition guidebook. Oh, wow. That's a beast, isn't it? Yep. Very nice. So all the information of uh, of the game is in here. Obviously, I've not read the last main quest because that'd be spoilers for myself. But all the other stuff, like the Koroks, the shrines and that kind of stuff just to help me couldn't get through it. And then hopefully I'll get Gandalf defeated before the next podcast. So yes, that's what I've been playing. Excellent. So if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time, where we release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com. Also feel free to follow us on our social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Take care. See you later.